the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, the Democrats stuck to their guns. Yep, uh, there won't be a federal law requiring doctors to keep a baby who has survived an abortion alive. Um, You would think that, you know, that would be a slam dunk. But uh, 44 Democratic senators voted against it, and Democrats were celebrating on Twitter. Here's what Betty Warren uh, said. She said, uh, Republican politicians just tried to score political points at the expense of women. Enough. Women and their doctors should decide what's best for their health. Now, of course, this had nothing to do with the uh, mother's health and everything to do with the health of a breathing baby. Um, And uh, Kamala Harris uh, tweeted, women should have the freedom to make personal private health decisions, and those decisions should be between them and their doctors, not their legislators. That's true today and every day. Now, I wonder if either of these idiots saw the movie Gosnell, um, or if they paid any attention to the story that Gosnell was based on. He's the abortion doctor, uh, Kermit Gosnell, who uh, made a habit of killing live babies. Um, and he's serving uh, three life terms right now. He's from Philadelphia, and he got very little attention from the media, uh, very little based on the crimes that he was committing um, because it was abortion and the media didn't want to deal with it. Um, But he made a habit of killing late-term babies who were born alive, and he's now doing those um, three life terms. The Democrats are making it clear with uh, uh, that they're okay with infanticide, and remember that, you know, the law that was passed a few weeks ago, several weeks ago now, I guess, um, in New York, would actually have, uh, if that law would have been in existence in Pennsylvania, Gosnell would probably still be practicing. He'd still be doing abortions and maybe doing them the same way. Baby comes out alive and he, as uh, one of his assistants, snip the uh, spine, the back of the neck. Um, but the Democrats are making it clear that you know they're they're okay with infanticide. And remember, there was a similar law proposed in Illinois when Barack Obama was a state senator. He voted against it, and he was one of the loudest uh, opponents of it. Uh, he seemed to think that a baby lost its right to life if it had been designated for abortion by the mother. Um, he said that he had a big issue with it if, uh, you know, whether or not there should be care given to the baby if it was the mother's intent that the baby be aborted, even if it um, uh, survived. Well, yeah, it's kind of unconstitutional, he said, because the, the mother um, has a right to an abortion. Uh, that's what he said. He tried to back off it a lot when he was ran, ran for president and after he became president, but that's what he did. And he was one of the loudest opponents of it. He's a, one of the uh, greatest champions of abortion in American political history. Uh, but all the Democrats who have announced for president for 2020 apparently are okay with letting a baby who has survived the mother's intention uh, of killing it to die. They're okay with that. Technology's not the friend of people who are uh, interested or, or okay with abortion, and it's going to be more and more likely that very premature babies can survive. So this could be an important issue down the road. When we come back, you're going to hear from uh, three people who actually survived an abortion. Uh, and we will have that for you when we come back. Stick around. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to 20 thousand dollars windows are us will match any competitor's price no hidden fees or surprises ever 
Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go, and you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-257-5387. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Get P3 Advanced free. Call 1-800-257-5387. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. What's inside your mattress affects its price, comfort, and durability. But most mattress manufacturers won't show you what's inside their products because they simply don't want you to know. How can you know if you're getting the best value if you don't know how your mattress is made? At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that transparency is what's best for our customers. So we have open displays of each model in our showroom so you can see and feel the difference in our products. Visit one of our local Original Mattress Factory stores to see exactly what we're made of. Not so long ago, all mattresses had two sides, and for good reason. You can flip two-sided mattresses regularly, making them last longer than one-sided mattresses. So, what happened to two-sided mattresses? In an effort to cut costs, most mattress manufacturers cut their mattresses in half. For nearly three decades, the original mattress factory has believed that building high-quality two-sided mattresses is the right thing to do. Visit us in one of our stores or at OriginalMattress.com to see how our products are built right and built to last. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, I want to let you know a couple things here. You can follow us on Twitter at Steigerworld. That was Steigerwald, only world at the end, Steigerworld. Um, and uh, it's on, we're streaming on uh, Twitter right now. And also, I don't have a guest for the second, the back end of the show, so uh, be happy to take your phone calls on either of the subjects I'm going to be talking about. Uh, the subject coming up uh, next is going to be sports-related. 844-302-1250 is the number, 844-302-1250. Right now talking about the, uh, the Democrats voting uh, uh, against a bill that would have, I don't know, prevented infanticide. I, you would think that they would be okay with that, but they're not. And uh, this is interesting because as of noon today... Uh, this is according to the Daily Caller, uh, a media reporter. They were they were modern, monitoring um, MSNBC. Now, remember, MSNBC is the is the same network that last Wednesday night, when the whole world was talking about the fact that um, uh, Jussie Smollett had been charged in the whole um, the whole I was attacked hoax was you know the whole hate crime uh, story was turned upside down. Because the the cops said, okay, that's enough. This guy, uh, it was a fraud, and we're charging him. Pretty big story, especially after everybody, including MSNBC and all the networks, made a huge deal about it. Well, MSNBC was the network that Wednesday night, the night that it was completely turned around, 
had no mention of it. Now, this is an all news network. They have all night long. It's not like, you know, they didn't weren't able to squeeze it into a 4-minute newscast. They were not able to um, get any mention of this guy being called a fraud and a criminal for doing what he did instead of being the victim of a hate crime. But anyway, uh, MSNBC, with this is a pretty big story last night with this vote, uh, the primetime network host Chris Hayes, he had Senator Elizabeth Warren on his show last night. She was one of the Democrats who voted against it. I'm pretty sure she's running for president. Pretty sure she's been pretty strong in her pro-abortion stance. He had her on for 10 minutes and never asked her about the vote, why they voted against it or why she voted against it. This is a presidential candidate. She's got to be asked every time she shows up anywhere. She's got to be asked about stuff like this if you're doing your job. And she was not asked about it. And, uh, you know, the thing, funny thing about this is that liberals like to call Fox News faux news, and they like to make fun of Fox News being uh, not a real news network. And MSNBC does stuff like this, and that's not mentioned. Uh, so then they go on at, from 4 to 6 this morning, and still nothing on that story. Not a mention. Fox News covered it uh, throughout uh, last night and all the way into today. And, you know, did a, uh, covered it big. And uh, speaking of Fox News, this was something that's uh, this from a few weeks ago. thought it would be interesting to uh, put this up. And, again, we'll take your phone calls at 844-302-1250 on this. Or, um, oh, I get, would like to do it on this. But um, 844-302-1250, lines are open right now. Um, these, uh, these are three abortion survivors. Just imagine surviving abortion. Uh, and this, the first one is uh, Melissa Oden. She's the um, head of Abortion Survivors Network, and this was her a couple of weeks ago talking about her um, survival of abortion. I was actually 14 when I found out my story. I'm adopted, have been blessed with an amazing family, knew I had been born prematurely, but yeah, here I was 14 years old to, to have my own adoptive mother tell me, you know, Miss, you survived an abortion. It was absolutely devastating. And then you found your mom later. And yes, it's been a lifelong journey. I started looking for my birth mother when I was thir- when I was 19, didn't find her until I was almost 30. And she didn't know you survived? She didn't. How is that possible? She was told that day, it's a monster, it's hideous, don't look at it. Oh, she didn't Lord. know if it had been a little boy or a little girl delivered in that final step of the saline infusion abortion. And she had lived with such incredible regret, as you can imagine. So I've been blessed to be united with her. Uh, we first started communicating about six years ago, and now she's one of the greatest supports alongside my family. Melissa, you were not supposed to live. And here you are living. You're a public speaker, and you go out and you give life and redemption to a lot of women all over the country. What's your message to, to people who are, are having to make a decision, and what's your message to those governors that have signed this legislation? For those governors, I would say, kind of echoing Claire's sentiments, you know, this is a human rights issue. And in a world that decries women's rights, where were Claire's rights? Where were mine? Where are the rights of those little girls who are going to have their lives ended by abortion today? Um, without the right to life, there is no other right that comes. And for someone who's facing that decision about an abortion, I want people to know that they're not alone. So many women are coerced, forced, don't know what resources exist for them in their communities. Uh, maybe you're completely unsupported. And so I want women to know there are resources available in every community. They can always contact any of us. Um, yeah. You're never alone. Okay, and then that's uh, one survivor. And uh, remember, now this is somebody who was they they tried to abort her and and I heard her tell her story somewhere else and uh, the the doctor who the nurse actually who was there at the time of the abortion uh, apparently f- saw that she was still breathing and instead of just letting her die she 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 said she couldn't do that and she saved this Melissa Odin from from death and um, if the the law that the Democrats didn't want to pass last night would have made it mandatory for a doctor if she if he or she found this baby to be breathing, Melissa Oden, when she was born, to still be breathing, it would be uh, against the law for them not to see to it that they get every chance to survive. So they voted against that. Now they're going to have they got they got about 
uh, you know, 22 months to 21 months to explain that between now and November 2020, um, how they how they stand for that. But anyway, here's another survivor. This uh, this guy's name is Josiah Presley. I was adopted from South Korea into a family of 12 kids. And when I was 13, my adopted parents, they sat me down and they told me about how my birth mother actually had had a curatage abortion uh, when she was two months pregnant with me. And a curatage abortion is a type of abortion where the doctor goes into the mother's womb and um, basically rips the baby apart and brings them out in pieces. And that's actually why we think uh, I'm probably missing an arm today. And so she had the procedure at two months, and then at five months realized that I was still alive, that the abortion failed. And at that point, I was born later on October 7th, 1995, and I was placed uh, with an adoption agency and lived in a foster home for about a year before I came over to the States uh, to live with the family I've grown up with. So, Josiah, if your mother lived in Virginia and you were born and she didn't want you and she tried to have an abortion, she still could decide to take your life after birth. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's it's really sad to hear that, um, but it's not surprising to hear that when we live in a country that has um, arbitrary criteria for what defines personhood. And so, abortion it's legal in the first term, the first trimester, the second trimester. I mean, the next step is why not the third trimester? Why mm-hmm. not right after they're born? And so, this brings um, to mind, this reminds us uh, just the reality that people are people at conception and that we should care about their personhood then mm-hmm. at conception, not um, after they're born, um, because this is what we're left with yeah. when we have those kind of arbitrary criteria for personhood. Jose, I'll start with you. Tell us about the family that brought you into their home. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually the son of a pastor of worship at a Southern Baptist church in Oklahoma. And so my parents, they have they have 12 kids, but they've adopted 10 of us. And what has caused them um, to adopt us is the gospel, the fact that they've been changed by God to love others. And his work in their life then causes them to love those around them and then gives them the pro-life conviction to then want to take in these children and make us their own. Just as God has made them his children, they make us their children. Now, um, he mentioned there that his uh, arm was pulled off when he was in the womb. And so he's he was sitting there with an arm missing and he survived it. So that's a that's a person who survived an abortion, the kind where they, you know, go in and tear the baby apart before um, removing it. And this last one here is uh, Claire Caldwell. My birth mother was 13 years old when she uh, found out she was pregnant with me. She was in eighth grade, and uh, her mother said that she wasn't ready to be a mother, and so she took her to a local abortion clinic, and she had a, a DNC surgical late-term abortion at five months along in her pregnancy, and they told her uh, that her life would go back to normal, but um, a few weeks went by, and things weren't getting back to normal, and she went back, and they told her that her abortion had been successful, um, but that she was still pregnant, and one of the twins uh, that she didn't know she was pregnant with had survived, and so she actually sought out a second late-term abortion in Kansas, uh, but they, because of the risk of infection, they weren't able to do that, and so I was born um, six weeks later. And you also have met your your biological mother. I did. I actually didn't find this out until I met my uh, biological mother. I had a lot of physical complications growing up. I was in body cast for two years because I had dislocated hips and club feet from the abortion procedure, and we didn't know why until... Until mm-hmm. I met my birth mother and mm-hmm. found out about her abortion. When you watch the women cheer behind Andrew Cuomo in New York when he signs the legislation that you can have an abortion up until the very last second and you see the World Trade Center lit up in, in pink, what's your reaction? It, it's shocking to me that uh, people no longer in our country uh, care about what is true and, and right. Uh, we know that. Uh, a baby is what is in the side of the mother's womb based on medical technology and science. And so um, we just hope that, you know, because people can see our faces and see that we are people, we are human, we do grow up to be someone someday, um, that people will realize that uh, those women do not speak for women like me. And so I would ask those people, where were my rights as a woman? What were my rights in the womb? Well, you don't have any as far as the uh, Democrats are concerned. And uh, Claire Colwell, you just heard there, she uh, actually was in Ireland uh, last spring when they had the uh, big fight over there about legalizing abortion. 
and she went over there to try to prevent that from happening. I guess it didn't work, but she she went over there to uh, to speak. So she travels a lot to talk about her experience and uh, her perspective. And sometimes it works, apparently. Sometimes it doesn't. Mary uh, in Pittsburgh is on the line. How you doing, Mary? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, I'm I'm a little disturbed about uh, you know this whole situation. I mean, in New York now, how the uh, the unborn baby is is not a person and has no rights, uh, and, and killing it is is therefore okay. And uh, if you combine that with, you know, women in combat, and now uh, I guess women are going to have to join the draft, here pretty soon we're going to involuntarily be sending pregnant women into combat. Well, and uh, sometimes you get what you ask for, don't you? Uh, Yeah, well, you know, there may be a few women that want to go fight in combat, but I'm sure there's plenty of women out there who, uh, who would like to keep their their babies safe long enough to you know give birth to them so they have rights oh i hear you but i'm just saying that uh this if if that would come to pass and i don't think we're quite there yet um the uh it would be a case of kind of getting what you ask for if you're pushing for that if you want total equality and if you want to uh, maintain that there's absolutely no difference between men and women and you can be a man and say you're a woman and vice versa then uh, this is what you get and that's the way it's going to be so, yeah, well, I think that's, that's, that's I think that's what the Democrats are asking for. Sure, it is. Yeah, that's and that appears to be where we are headed. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Mary. All right, thank you. Okay, eight four four three zero two twelve fifty is the number. Um, yeah, I mean, we had uh, someone on yesterday talking about um, women in combat and and uh, uh, DC McAllister, and it's just uh, the, there are people out there who who. Uh, will say that there's just no difference between uh, men and women, and that, and then they think that the military is a, a place to, you know, either make a, a point or uh, have re- achieve your lifelong dreams. It's none of that. It's the military. You're supposed to kill people and blow things up, and it's supposed to be for defending the country. But you know, when you start having social experiments in the military, you have problems. So, um, you know. This whole movement to just have no difference. This is there's no difference between men and women. All this stupidity is going to be a result of it, and it's only the beginning. Uh, coming up after the break, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the s- similar stupidity. the um, The subject is uh, women and sports, and I it's it's amazing to me that. Women are putting up with it, and girls are putting up with it, who who are uh, working hard to, to uh, be involved in athletics, and they have their own goals of winning championships if they're in whatever sport it is. And But more so in the individual sports like track. I mean, you have a team. There's a team concept there, too, but it's still there's a lot of individual stuff involved. And I don't understand why there isn't a movement, more of a movement, to fight against the stupidity of letting biological men uh, or boys compete against girls. And it's happening. And in Connecticut, the, uh, the two, two boys have won the girls' state championship up there. Not, not both of them won it. They finished one and two. They finished one and two in the outdoor sprints. I forget which, um, you know, which, which actual uh, event it was, but they finished one and two. And um, then they had the indoor meet here recently, and they finished one and two again. And where are the where are the parents? And where are the for that? I mean, the, the, look, the teachers. There's no there's no recourse for the teachers because they're bound by state law. They can't do anything about it. They're they're bound by stupid state laws. But there are things that the parents and the kids could do about it. We're going to talk about that um, when we come back. Uh, the stupidity of girls and uh, boys playing on the same team and competing against each other when we come back on AM 1250 The Answer.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump will meet with top Vietnamese officials before holding summit talks with the leader of North Korea. The president will open his visit to Vietnam by meeting with that country's president, followed by the signing of a commercial trade deal and then meetings and a working lunch with the prime minister. On Wednesday evening, which will be early Wednesday morning East Coast time, Mr. Trump will greet North Korean leader Kim Jong-un for a private dinner ahead of nuclear talks the following day. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The United Methodist Church has voted to maintain traditional marriage and demand that clergy must be celibate or in a marriage relationship with someone of the opposite sex. The delegates from the U.S. and abroad are meeting in St. Louis to set policy for America's second largest Protestant denomination. On Wall Street, the data by 34 points. The Nasdaq dropped five. The S&P lower by two. Oil flat today to 55.50 a barrel. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.5%, APR 4.78%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. A 2% fee received this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Jay Sekulow says there are some concerns about the new Congress. The fact that the President of the United States had to say these words in 2019 should concern everybody. We renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. Can you imagine that that was a necessary statement, which it was? Jay Sekulow, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. Hurt in an accident? I can't help you. But if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, Attorney Gary Topoloski, at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors. 877-572-8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Nasty storm could be brewing for Pennsylvania's transportation funding regimen and has been fueled by dubious state legislation resulting in annual toll hikes that has long milked the Pennsylvania Turnpike for millions of dollars to help pay for non-turnpike projects such as mass transit in Allegheny and other counties. Never mind the federal prohibition. Find out what's coming down the pike at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Challenging conventional wisdom that's neither conventional nor wise since 1995. Tax season is here again with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people like you at SteelCityCPA.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Plenty of delays out there outbound on the Parkway East. It's heavy Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swiss Vale. Inbound slow spots, Edgewood Swiss Vale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, some volume outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. 28, that's busy outbound Veterans Bridge to the Highland Park Bridge. And outbound 65, minor delay approaching the McKees Rocks Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
Tonight, mostly cloudy, low 22. Tomorrow, it'll be a little milder, but cloudy. High will be 46. We'll have a little rain during the afternoon into the evening. Rain will end as a little snow with little to no accumulation, but you'll have to watch for icy spots. We'll drop to 24 late tomorrow night with lingering clouds. It'll stay mainly cloudy Thursday, colder with a high of 35. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, here's a uh, story that should bore you to death, but um, just hang with me here for a second. You'll know why I'm, in a minute, you'll know why I'm telling you this story. Phone number is 844-302-1250. We are taking calls today if you want to throw it in there. And check us out on Twitter at Steigerworld, and uh, you can see my picture there. Here I am. I'm waving to you. Um, But call me, 844-302-1250. Anyway, here's the story. Uh, For the first time in program history, the Franklin Pierce Women's Track and Field. Now, this is from, uh, where is this from? Um... Sentinel Source, uh, I, I don't know, That's it's a local newspaper somewhere. So the Sentinel staff wrote this. Um, uh, for the first time in program history, the Franklin Pierce Women's Track and Field, that's a, a college, Franklin Pierce, two, two names. The Franklin Pierce Women's Track and Field team is ranked in the national top 25 by the United States Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association. Nice, huh? First time ever. Uh, the Ravens earned the number 24 spot in the association's preseason rankings, which factor in last year's performance plus the first two weeks of the new season. The Ravens collected 32.74 points, putting them between number 23, Millersville, right here in PA, 32.84, and number 25, Minnesota Duluth. Franklin Pierce U is the only East Region team in the top 50. Grand Valley State sits atop the rankings. The good news comes on the heels of a pair of weekends that rank among the best the FPU program, Franklin Pierce program, has had. Three of the program's athletes rank in the top 20 in the nation across six events. Nice, huh? Nice year for them. Uh, Senior CeCe Telfer ranks first in the country in the 60-meter hurdles. Her personal best of 8.33 seconds. She's second in the pentathlon, 3,735 points. I know this is boring you to death, but I'll get to the point here in a minute. She's sixth in the 60-meter dash and is tied for 17th in the high jump. Uh, So there you go. Um, uh, And then freshman Paola Brenna is tied for eighth in the high jump. And senior uh, Lillian Baugh is tied for 20th in the triple jump. FPU compete. This This story was from back in December. But it's, you know, it's a really nice thing for the Franklin Pierce women's track team. The only problem for me, I don't know if it's a problem for you, is that uh, senior CeCe Telfer, who ranks first in the country in the 60-meter hurdles uh, with a personal best of 8.33 seconds and second in the country in the pentathlon, eh, she's a guy. Well, she's a transgender woman, uh, but she's still a guy, a person, a, a male person. And she's competing against the girls and doing pretty well. First in the country. That's pretty good. Now, I don't know how that, uh, where that uh, would rank in the country among men. I'm going to guess it's not in the top 100. I don't know. But um, I don't know. But Because uh, I have another story here about the, the, the track team up in Connecticut where they won the state championship. I, I don't think they would rank in the top 100. And they're the state champs in, uh, in Connecticut. But so there you have it. Uh, CC, it's spelled C E C E. I'm guessing that CC. I don't know what uh, this, this person's name was when uh, he was identifying himself as a man. But um, it's a it's a a, a female impersonator uh, who is <laughs> is first in the country. And this, this is just this is what this is where we are now in America. You're not allowed to think this is ridiculous. You're just you're not a, a guy decides. You know what? I'm uh, I'm a, I'm okay at track, but boy, I'll bet I'd really be really good at this if I competed against you know women. Um, and so he does it, and look at that. He becomes number one in the country. So whoever's number two in the country in among women, I'm assuming it's an actual real woman. I don't know, but uh, whoever this was this was written in back in December. So a lot of this could have changed. Who cares? But this person, Cece, uh, just one day decided, ah, you know what, uh, you know, heck with this male stuff. I-, I think I'll go for the female 
a version of track and field. By the way, Bino Cook came up with a great line uh, one time to, to me. Uh, it wasn't his original line. It was from uh, a, some sports information director he knew along the way, the great Bino Cook. He said, this guy said, you know, there's only one thing I hate more than track. You know what that is? Bino said, what's that? He said, field. <laughs> he wasn't a big fan of track and field. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't care that much about track and field, but... There you go, the Franklin Pierce women's track team. Uh, first ever top 25 ranking. Just a coincidence, apparently, that a guy decided to join the track team and became first in the country in a couple of uh, categories, and that helped them get the ranking. I don't know how they're doing now and don't care, but uh, I'm just telling you. So, and here's, here's what I think. Um, uh, this, is, this, is, this, is what, this is what bugs me about it, and this is what should happen. And I'll get to the high school stuff at Connecticut in a second. But um, if if you are a a girl uh, in high school and you are working really hard at whatever the sport is, uh, let's let's stick with track because again, it's, there's a lot of individual one on one stuff involved there. And so if a if a if a, a boy, uh, a male person shows up as identifying himself as a female, and you have to race against him, you're not going to win. And you know you're not going to win. And every girl who's in the track uh, meet knows that she is not going to beat this male person in a sprint. It's not going to happen. Everybody knows. That's the situation in Connecticut. Um, anybody who knows anything about sports or, or understands what sports are supposed to be about wouldn't put up with that for 10 seconds. It, it makes it's stupid. It's like having a. It's like if you wouldn't have a. You wouldn't allow your twelve-year-old son to to be in a track meet with a bunch of uh, you know in a race with six or eight other twelve-year-old boys, and then have a sixteen-year-old boy show up. And everybody knows there's no way that you're, these kids are going to beat them. And they're and they're going to let the race run. And then they're going to have the sixteen-year-old win it in a landslide. And they're going to they're going to award him. The, the prize for finishing first. Who would put up with that for five seconds? But that's what's happening in a lot of these situations where the men are, are uh, inserting themselves into uh, a female competition. So why don't, you know, there, it doesn't seem to be that hard to get uh, groups to protest um, and to, to make a lot of noise about a liberal cause. But this is, this is something that would be uh, confronting a liberal movement to decide that there's no difference between men and women and so where's the why is the reluctance to have these uh girls if they're in high school just not show up or or show up at the track meet and when they see uh cc show up in this case or somebody who was named steve a month ago and now he's uh, uh sally uh, they show he shows up and you say uh we're not racing against that person I know that they say that, that he's that this person is claiming to be like us, but he's not. He's bigger. He's got bigger muscles. He's gonna he's gonna beat us, and we have no chance. And we've seen, by the way, this this person has been racing for a while now. No girl can beat him. He's beaten every girl that's tried to beat him in a race. So here's what we're gonna do. We're not racing. So go ahead and I don't, I don't know how they do. They start track meets now with guns. Still, I can't believe they do. It's got to be something else. Uh, I don't know a rattle. I don't know what they do, but it might. I, I'm assuming they they used to shoot a gun. I haven't been to a track meet in a long time. But what? What? what why wouldn't they just show up and say and you know plan it beforehand? And this is this is what you do when you protest and have a movement. You see it all the time, and say, hey, look, we're not doing this. Uh, we're, we're not. It's fine if you if if you want to have the philosophy or the policy that says that. Uh, men and women are the same, girls and boys are the same, and that this person can compete against us, that's fine. And if you want to have him in, included and, you th- and you're doing that because you want him to feel good and all that, that's great. And we, may not, we might even agree with you about the whole transgender thing, but here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to be involved in a farce. We're not going to be involved in a situation where we have no chance to win. It's supposed to be a sport. There's supposed to be some competition, and we're not doing it. 
So it, when you get ready to start the track meet and when you shoot the gun or do whatever it is, blow the whistle, whatever it is to start the track meet, to start the race, one person's going to be running because we're going to be standing there. Now, my suggestion would be to stand there and flip everybody the bird. Stand, just stand there on the start starting line and just not run and just, you know, put up the middle finger and say, here, go ahead, have a nice time. And then everybody jump around. And, and, and the way things are today, they would still give the guy a trophy. They'd still say, hey, one boy, what a great job. And they'd call him the champ and everything. So I don't understand why that there's not a movement to do that. If you're a father uh, of a daughter who's a, an athlete and you know anything about sports, why would you for one second put up with that? Because, because there's a movement out there that um, uh, says that men and women or boys and girls are exactly the same, and they're not. So here's what happens up in in, uh, in Connecticut, okay? Two biologically male high school students are dominating the 55-meter dash in girls' track and field in Connecticut, but they don't rank among the state's top 100 male competitors for the same race. They're not in the top 100 if they're racing against uh, men. Uh, this is uh, Terry Miller and Andrea Yearwood. Those are their, that's their names now. They were... Uh, appearing as men i don't know when but now they're boys now they're they're girls whatever they're not they're not boys anymore they're not at least they say they're not uh so um the miller and yearwood's personal records for the 55 meter dash clock in at 6.91 seconds and 7.01 seconds respectively that ranks them first and second in the state's final competition and third and seventh nationally Miller and Yearwood rank 120th and 195th, respectively, against their male competitors for the state's 55-meter dash. So that's where they are. They're, they're, they're uh, below average, probably, track uh, runners, sprinters, whatever they are. So anyway, here they are uh, in an interview. This would be uh, Terry Miller and Andrea Yearwood, and one of the mothers uh, is, who's... Um, Aaron, uh, one of the mothers is suing because her daughter has to race against these? Okay, let's clear it. When was the first time that either of you found any kind of opposition to you participating on the girls' team? I was expecting it. So every day I'll go home, search up track and field high school, Terry Miller. Because you wanted to know what people were saying. Yeah. There is some backlash from parents and students. Two petitions were even started in an attempt to change the current rule of the state's governing body of interscholastic sports. The rule states that students are entitled to participate on a team based on their gender identity, how they identify. The girls' athletes are at the physical disadvantage compared to the transgender female. Bianca Stanescu started one of those petitions after her daughter Selena lost to Andrea and Terry at a track meet in May. They have naturally testosterone within their body that has been proven to give a physical advantage in sports. Andrea's parents say what's most important to them is the well-being of their child. Track is number 100 on my list of concerns as a father of a transgender daughter, I'm talking about raising a child for a life. And so is it fair that that child is excluded? Is it fair that, that child doesn't feel like they have a place to belong? It allows her to be who she wants to be, and I think that has a little bit more weight than just winning a medal. What do you want to say to other transgender youth, young people, teens who are out there really struggling through this process? Just follow your heart. Like, Don't let other people determine what you do in life. Let's just play devil's advocate for a moment and just imagine that you were both born girls and then all of a sudden you had uh, two boys who identified as being girls and they said, hey, we're going to be on your team and maybe now you're not performing as well because they are better. I'm not going to discourage you or try to say, oh, it's not fair. And it was just pushed me to run faster. I'd be happy for them because they get to do what they want. They're happy, so then that should in turn make me happy. And they're brave. They're just different exactly. from everybody. Oh, I don't know about you, but that makes me want to puke. Everything, just about everything I heard there. The the parents saying that it's they don't care about track. It's all about we. Are, it's our daughter. Did I guess they referred to this person as their daughter? We just want our daughter to be happy and have a good life and all that. 
who cares about, you know, rules or or the I don't know how many thousands of other girls are, are competing in track uh, and are going to be put at a disadvantage. Did you hear the parents? This is this is where this is all coming from. The parents said that um, that it didn't matter to them. And he, and one of the kids was interviewed. One of the one of the uh, the track stars there. Uh, I don't know which one it was, but w- said, "Well, I wouldn't care as long as everybody's happy. As long as I'm happy." As long as my son or daughter is happy, who cares about rules? Who cares about tradition? Who cares about whether the 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 uh, the person next to me, whether whether their uh, son or daughter is happy? It's just about my son or daughter being happy. It's it's the epitome of what's wrong with parents uh, with with um, youth sports and parent involvement. But it, it's it's taken to the to the nth degree here with someone who's. Absolutely, completely violating everything it's supposed that sports are supposed to be about, but it doesn't matter because my son, who now thinks he's my daughter, and I agree with, as long as that person is happy, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter. None of this other stuff about rules or who should be competing against whom, or whether it's unfair to the girls who've been working hard on their own to compete against people that they can, you know, actually beat. So uh, this it's just puke material. I'll be right back. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at getethos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. (laughs) Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to getethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. GetEthos.com. Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one-time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions, and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. A Medicare plan that's focused not just on cost, but quality. Don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses. Call Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. Deadline is March 31st. That's 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. 
We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, this hasn't been a real good week for uh, Robert Kraft. Um, and <laughs> you know what happened to him? He got, uh, well, he's on a, a bad list. He's on a list of guys that who were frequenting a um, a massage parlor that was apparently doing more than massages in there. And, and so uh, now the word is that uh, it's out there that TMZ is efforting getting the video that he's on. And that's something you want to see, huh? And um, that is possible because apparently the laws in Florida are uh, such that it makes it possible for media to get a hold of stuff like this because it's public. It should be public knowledge. Not, I'm not so sure I agree with that. But Reason.com is uh, trying to throw some sanity into this, at least for now, until we find out more. Because really, nobody should care about him. I mean, it's ridiculous and maybe uh, a little disgusting that he would go to a, a massage parlor, especially on the day of the AFC Championship game. But um, uh, and if they have him on video, but um, it's it's all part of a sting and it's part of a uh, an investigation. But you've heard the word uh, trafficking thrown around a lot, and that's what makes it very serious. If uh, if he's frequenting these places and and helping to enable the uh the use of trafficked women maybe underage that would be really serious but uh according to reason um they haven't found anything of the kind there's no there's no uh evidence yet that there's any trafficking there was some reports that uh he said some reports referring to the spa workers as girls. Police have not indicated yet that any of these uh, employees were actually underage. And there's no uh, no mention yet of trafficking. And Reason points out that a lot of these prostitution uh, busts start out with uh, uh, all the big talk about finding trafficking, and they end up being nothing but a, a prostitution bust. So uh, bad, bad uh, week for Mr. Kraft, but maybe not quite as bad as you think it is, and... Maybe we ought to just wait a little bit. You know how we didn't. We're Justy Smollett and those kind of stories. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.